Welcome into the NBA Morning Deuce. Thursday, January 14th. What time is it, Alex? Oh, I'm done. I was going to give you a time check. 11:15 p.m. 11:15 p.m. on the East Coast. I just figured, why even risk it anymore? I'll just let you be the timekeeper. That's fair. Yeah, we've. Oh, I've always called you the timekeeper. So now you have a role that fits your nickname. Was not aware of that. I mean, you've got so much on your plate. You've got to introduce the show. You've got to say what day it is. I can handle the time of day. It's fine. Perfect. It's, yeah. it's about time you stepped up. You did some of the heavy lifting on this show. I've been carrying this thing on my on my broad shoulders for long enough. It's true. Um, it. I don't know if anyone can see it in my face, but I am tired, and I think part of it is it's just been a, it's been a whirlwind of an NBA week. It has been a whirlwind yep. of an NBA week. But today was actually a slower day, so that maybe that's why I'm tired. It's not like all this action. Yeah, you didn't me, have any juice keeping me today. energized. I mean, yeah. It's just a, a regular old five-game slate. Should have been a six-game slate, but COVID obviously still running wild on the NBA. Um, so five games tonight, two games still going on, Pacers, Blazers, which is currently a blowout, and Nuggets, Warriors, which has the second half started? Because I have no, Pacers, Blazers on. So it's still halftime of the Warriors-Nuggets game. Um, Denver the up other, 11 in that game. Yeah, so that game is a blowout at the moment. Uh, so not a, not a, and no real. I mean, what a, what what more? What other action could there be other than the James? I mean, the James Harden trade was the action yesterday. The you know, action. I was since the dust has now settled on that trade. I checked on the old Bovada sports book, and the Nets jumped to second in the title odds at plus two seventy five behind the Lakers. I I don't know, man. I don't know if I buy that so quickly. It's a it's a it's an interesting jump without knowing the future of Kyrie Irving. Definitely. Right? I definitely think so. So we we gotta remember these books adjust based on money that's coming in. So, you know. Hey, hold on it, one second. Weezbowski says tuning in at work sweeping a store. Cheers, fellas. Hey, cheers, cheers to you, Weez. Appreciate you watching. Hope you enjoy. Hey. But we're going to try. It's our last episode of the week. It's a little bit of a slower day. The action. Uh, Blind X wants to know, is Kyrie playing? No. No, he's not. No, he has not played in four games, and we don't know if he's ever playing. But we'll see. But anyways, yeah, so that's why I don't buy these odds just yet. Because I, if anything, I would be like maybe off the Brooklyn off the board at the moment. Because... Right. That is what I would more expect. So my buddy... He was all excited because he got his bet in as the news was breaking. Nets plus five hundred. So, so obviously the Harden news swings the line, but I think it has to do a lot of people stuff their money on the Nets, and that's also moving the line. It's not right. necessarily yeah, yeah, Vegas Bovada being like, "This is what the line is." It's dictated by the money that's coming in. Right. Um, that's true. But I'm with you. I mean. For their odds to be that close to the Lakers, Lakers, according to Bovada, are plus 225. Right. I don't even think it's close. The Lakers are the heavy favorite ahead of the Nets to win the title, in my mind. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the ex-blind ex asked, what do you think the odds are with and without Kyrie playing? Um, I mean, I think... Well, look, I think if Kyrie plays then this is fair. I mean, I think you have to make them the odds-on favorite in the East 
just based purely off talent. Now, the East is kind of loaded this year. So anything can happen in a seven-game series, as we saw last year. The Heat are not right right now. The Celtics are not healthy. It's early in the season, but the Celtics are not healthy. Philly, it's hard to know, right? Like, they were great for a while, then they lost some games. Is their defense as good as it was? Um, who else? I mean, the Bucks, and then the and then the Bucks, who have failed back to back years, right? Mm-hmm. So, can the Bucks get over the hump? Is Drew Holiday enough? So, I think yeah, if Kyrie's playing with these guys, they have to be the odds-on favorite. So, they're the second. Then that makes them second in the NBA because they they would be in the finals without Kyrie. It's a toss-up, man. I think the odds wouldn't go much lower than this, but I don't think you make. I don't. Are they automatically the odds-on favorite to win the East without Kyrie? It's tough. I mean, dude, in in a week when I see Harden and Durant on the floor together, maybe I'm singing a totally different yeah, tune. Tough. But I'm just so focused on that lack of rim protection, lack of wing defenders. Um, man, I I just. I mean, Durant's a good defender. We know Durant's a good defender. We know DeAndre Jordan's a really, really good defender when he's healthy. And he was ten years ago. He, yeah, he was 10 five years. years ago. But it doesn't look like he can play extended minutes for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like maybe right. he'll give you thirty minutes here and there. But defensively, I have major, major concerns about this team. But we raised the point last night with the buyout market. They they could add a piece, you know. It's not out I of the question. Don't know who's available. Like right, yeah. I mean, and when was the last time you saw like a dominant defensive player on the buyout market? Dude, wasn't Marcus Gasol for the Raptors a a buyout? No, that was a trade. Really? So, man, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was a trade. I thought they got Marcus Gasol on the off of a buyout, but mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong. Um, I, I, and it doesn't even have to be like this X factor kind of guy. It just needs to be a, a body that can, like, f- like contribute alongside DeAndre Jordan. Because I just know DeAndre Jordan's not going to be an elite rim protector for a seven game series. He he can give you good minutes, right. but right. Well, speaking of that, speaking of the Nets, um, Woj. So the the fallout has continued, and I and we're going to get to the games here in a second. But there's still games going on. There's only five games, so. I, I wanted to hit at least a little bit more of the fallout because really the Harden thing was the biggest thing of the week. Um, and as far as Kyrie goes, right, he hasn't played in four games. They know he's out for three more games. The organization is disappointed, is the reports. They are frustrated. And then Woj was on ESPN today, and he basically gave this explanation about how he thinks that the Nets may have a little more leverage over Kyrie Irving's future now that they have Harden. Because it's like... You know, before they couldn't be, I guess it's sort of a thing where it's like before they couldn't be forceful in this because they had their two guys, but now they have another guy. So now they could be like, dude, come on. It's time to come. I guess that's what it is. I mean, I think me and you are pretty much on the same page. No one has leverage over Kyrie Irving's future. Kyrie's clearly Kyrie's going to do what he wants because he is. Before they got James Harden, they were a championship contender. With James Harden, they're a championship contender. Before James Harden, he sat out and hasn't been playing. So I don't see why James Harden being there is going to change what Kyrie does. Kyrie's going to do what he does. Yeah. The the only leverage in my mind that they have is 
the game checks. <laughs> like that's what's going to yeah. get him in the door is he's fines and missing right. game checks. But that's up I, to the league. That's up to the league. The league has to if the league's investigation into the video because mm-hmm. right now he's just sitting for personal reasons. So the league will have to find from the videos that he broke protocol and then they can start finding him game, game checks. Okay. Well, how how long can you sit out for personal reasons before the team is like, oh, man, I don't know. That's a that's, that is a very tricky situation. Yeah. I don't um, know. um. Now here's the thing I wanted to address from Woj's comments. Right. So we uh we on this show we respect Woj. We have a lot of respect for Woj. Right. Woj very rarely is wrong, if ever. I don't know if I've ever seen him wrong about anything, but he was wrong about something today, because in these comments he said. The Nets now have three MVP caliber players. Oof. That's wrong. Kyrie Irving is not and has not ever been an MVP caliber player and literally has no chance in his career, particularly now, to be an MVP. They do have two former MVPs on their team. Kyrie Irving is not even in the same discussion in terms of that level, as good as he is and as talented as he is, bringing in James Harden, they brought in a different level of player. I mean, regardless of what you think, accomplishment-wise, other than Kyrie riding LeBron's coattails to a final, what Harden's done as an individual, he's he is an MVP. Kyrie's a, a player, a talented guy who hasn't lived up to his potential. Yeah, I would 100% agree with you. Kyrie Irving's not an MVP caliber player. He just he he could have been. Maybe if some crazy stuff happens down the road, he could be. Um, but he's not an MVP caliber player. I, I don't see how you could arrive at that. It's yeah. it's pretty wild. I mean, he might have just been saying it. I mean, it, it was a it was a TV segment. So right. So I, I'm more. I'm more. I'm not. I don't. I don't care one way. Like say. I just wanted to. You know, we never get the chance to crush. Little, I mean, little, yeah. how often do you get to say Woj was wrong about anything? But yeah. he's wrong it's our here. First, how, we've been doing this podcast for what ten years now. We we yeah. never heard it. Um, but so I just really wanted to say that. All right, so we'll go from Harden into the Rockets tonight. Rockets first game without James Harden, first win without James Harden. They beat the Spurs and your boy. Your boy Christian Wood, no John Wall either, by the way, tonight. Your boy Christian Wood, 27 and 15. He looks, he's so freaking talented, man. I I don't know if it's sustainable. I really don't. And I don't know if this team is going to be good. I, I, um, I, I, on Bovada, like the money line odds here were incredible. Like it was like plus 300. So I bet them, I mean, I was like, first game without Harden. All these guys are talking about how they now have direction. John Wall talked shit on Harden. Boogie said Harden's been disrespectful. I'm like, these guys are going to win this game. Like, there's no ch- – it's like when a coach gets fired. It was like when a coach gets fired. Yeah. You know, that everyone hates. They win the next game, at least the next game, if not the next couple. It's like that honeymoon phase. There is no chance they were losing this game tonight. Um, so I bet heavy on that. So we had parallel thinking all the way, except that I took the Rockets with the points. <laughs> I, I wanted their points, but uh, yeah, I, I saw them coming out. I mean, they're clearly angry. They felt disrespected. Um, Spurs and the Spurs just aren't that good, you know. They're just not I mean, they're, that good. They're yeah. they're fine. Yeah. Um, 
I but yeah, start- it didn't surprise me at all. Um, Christian Wood carried them, man. I and Sterling Cri- Brown. Christian Wood offensively is sustainable because that guy is ridiculously talented on the offensive end. In terms of him being like the best player on a very good team, the jury's out. You know, I'm not sure because he does have uh, some defensive shortcomings. I would say, but uh, in terms of He's long, he blocks shots. Though. Yeah, three, no, three but blocks. I. It, the offense, I'm not worried about at all. I actually think he can sustain, I mean, not, not 27 and 15 every night, but he's the real deal in terms of offense. And and getting John Wall right, if that ever is really going to happen, I think the Rockets can, can make the playoffs this year. I really do. I'll tell you who I like on this team. This kid, Jay Sean Tate, who started for them tonight, who's been mm-hmm. playing for them, he can't shoot. I don't know if he's a forward or a guard. I don't know if he's right-handed or left. I don't know what he is, but he's <laughs> yeah. he's jacked. He can handle the ball. He scores at the rim. He had 10 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. The guy does like a little bit of, he was like a he was like a mix between PJ and Draymond tonight. Mm. He's not that. Everybody calm down. Tonight but, he was. But tonight but he's only 6-4. I looked him up. He's only 6-4. Yeah. But I was watching him like this guy looks 6-8. He looked like PJ Tucker. Like Jack, like size wise. Yeah. I mean, I guess PJ's only like 6'5, but um, he's just interesting. He's just like a really interesting player. And I would imagine he's probably, he's been playing for them. He's not going to play 33 minutes a night, but uh, he might keep, he might keep getting minutes for them. He's, ta- I mean, he, he, the way he scored at the rim was crazy. He must have super long arms. That must be what it was. Because hmm. he was like 6'4, but getting to the rim and scoring easily. Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not going to get twenty three from Sterling Brown maybe ever again. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I would imagine that's a career game for him. Um, wow, I didn't even realize they didn't have Eric Gordon tonight either. Um, so so they're going to be a better team moving forward when they get Wall and Gordon back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christian Wood appears to be the real deal. Do you think like an eight seed is attainable, or am I am I crazy there? I mean, anything's possible, I guess. Like yeah. that that we we've talked about the West, right? Like mm-hmm. there's. The East, I think there's more definitive, like, the, yeah, what's, what's, I there's I like, definitiveness is not the word. There's clear drop word. off. It's kind of, well, in the East, you know, there's like six or seven teams that are almost certainly making the playoffs. Yeah. In the West, there's like three teams, four teams, and then everything else is just like a toss up. Like Blazers, mm-hmm. Nuggets right now are terrible or not. I mean, they're playing good tonight, but they've been right. up and down. Pelicans up and down. Like Dallas, how is Porzingis going to be good? Like, are they coming on? Like Pelicans, Kings up and down. So, yeah, they can make it. I tell you, in the second quarter, they did a close up on my guy Stephen Silas, and yeah. obviously he's wearing the mask. Yeah, but he's already got the the stress bag. <laughs> I was going to say, does eyes. it look like he's aged? Um, oh my god, man! Like yeah. he looks so tired. He looks so stressed. I mean. But then at the end of the game, when they got the stop on DeRozan, he mm-hmm. was on the court. I've never – like he is a very calm, mm-hmm. the nicest person on the planet, very calm dude. I've only ever seen him get angry once, and it was at a practice, and he was yelling at a, a, our former head coach. They were going at it with each other. Only time I've ever seen him yell or get angry, and he wasn't angry here. He was happy. Ran, <gasps> hit, like pump, like hit P.J. Tucker in the chest. That's I was awesome. like, I, I got goosebumps. I got excited. I'm like, yes, good for Steven. Like, I hope they make the playoffs. I want to see him do well. I want him to succeed. So if this is what it takes, good. I, I, What I don't want 
is for them to be awful and he gets blamed for it and then he doesn't get another chance to coach because that's what happens a lot of times. If you fail in your first place, you don't get another shot. So I want him to at least have some success so then he could be in that head coaching cycle where they just recycle coaches all the time, even mm-hmm. if he does get fired eventually. Yeah. Honestly, um, just listening to you talk about the guy, I, I'm like a fan of the guy. Just I mean, he just seems like a good dude. But in terms of what, what we talked about, like having a chip on their shoulder, I believe in that sort of thing, like in sports. I really do. Like I actually think that's something that could could keep this team locked in enough through this crazy-ass season to get them to the playoffs. Like. Yeah. Their their best players are pissed, and I think that's a good thing, you know. And like you said, we still haven't, and we didn't even get John Wall or Eric Gordon. Yeah. Um, and by the way, wasn't it the report before the season was Eric Gordon is not happy with his role on this team, mm-hmm. how it's diminished over the last few years? So maybe we'll see a, a rejuvenated Eric Gordon. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he had a guy, really he had that a guy can get you twenty something tonight. His quote about how they, they really, have direction now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what direction that is because, you know, directions go both ways. You could go forward or you could go backward. But by the way, before I get to the Christian Wood post game, which was the best part of the night for this, Corey James, longtime listener. Hey, man, welcome back. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Corey? Um, So after the game, Christian Wood, who balled out 27 and 15, he gets the TNT interview. Shaq does his normal like, I don't watch basketball, but I'm on national television thing. And he gets uh, Christian Wood, and he goes, Christian, I just got to apologize. Uh, you know, I've never, I've never heard of you until tonight. And Christian Wood doesn't miss a beat, and just goes, "Oh, you're a casual." It was that's awesome, amazing, by the way. especially amazing. on like video conf. Like, yeah, to do it in person, you'd be like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." But to have the presence of mind, like over video or audio, they I don't, don't even, and they don't yeah, see each other. Yeah, they don't see each him, other. Yeah. No, they don't see each other. I mean, he's just looking into. Not even looking because the way they do it now is the cameras are so far away. They're all just like sort of like yeah. listening and looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was awesome. it popped up. I mean, it's everyone's talking about it. On, like it was all over Twitter too. But it's very funny, very clever and quick. Like most guys would probably just be like, oh, Shaq being Shaq. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shows, but it does show like this kid, not only is he talented, but he's clearly got some confidence in himself. Definitely. Right? I knew that you know when I mean? he was on one of the worst teams in NBA history in Philly. Like, it, it's clear. You know, like, when you oh, know he's a, when you're he's watching He's a process it. guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too Big time so. process guy. Imagine, <laughs> imagine right now, by the way, Rashawn Holmes and Christian Wood with your team. Can we toss Jeremy Grant in there, dude? Like, yeah, I know, dude. We left some gems out I the know. door. But uh, XX Blind X says he's a first time listener. Well, hey, welcome. Um, Rolling tonight on the night we thought it was gonna be slow. I know it's gonna be our best show. I feel good. I feel like we got a great show going here. Um, no, that was great. Christian Wood, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what this team does. Should be, it should be fun. Mm-hmm. I hope my guy does well. That's all. I, that's all I really care about here. Um, we don't need to talk about the the Rockets, do it. I mean the. Um, oh, here's what we do need to talk about with the Rockets in terms of this trade. Kevin O'Connor said today that. Um that reportedly Victor Oladipo just being, despite being traded to Houston, having not played a game still wants to be in Miami because he's a free agent after this year. I'm wondering if Victor Oladipo sees himself a little bit higher. He absolutely does. I know. Now I could say this, this is not like, I, I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not going to say, but I, I have it on good authority that Victor, when he became an all-star became a very different person. Wow. He he changed. I know he he went he he moved. 
situations a little bit. I don't want to go too much into detail because if if my friend is happened to be listening, he'd be mad if I even talked about the situation. But he moved from one place to another. He became a little bit different. Different Vic when he became an all-star, from my understanding, from someone that I'm very close with. So I wouldn't be surprised if he still thinks he's something that he's not. I will say this. I feel as though Miami fans living in Miami, doing a podcast about the Heat, I think Heat fans, if Victor Oladipo is their free agent signing, their big free agent signing with the money that they were supposed to be saving to get Giannis, Mm -hmm. don't think Miami fans would be super happy. I don't think so either. And you you can only have so also many max fit, players. Offensively, right? offensively doesn't fit super well next to Jimmy. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it's looking to me, this may be a good transition into the Heat Sixers game, but it's looking to me like Tyler yeah. Hero is going to be a max player. <laughs> it really looks like it. Yeah, dude. And you can yeah, only have can... so many of those guys on your team. They've got Jimmy and, and Bam. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not – if I'm a Heat fan, I'm not, like – yeah, I'm not super excited about Oladipo. I mean, he's, be not, a good, he's a good player, man. Maybe he gets really back good. to what he was. He's, he's averaging really good. 20 a game this year, yeah. but he's not what he. I feel like even when I watch him, even though he's averaging 20 a game, he's not what he was. Yeah, he's. I, I agree, and but it's just to me, it's not like a guy where he's like good enough to like force his way to the team he wants to be on. You know, I, I don't. Well, know. he's not forcing his way. Not forcing, but you he's know what I mean. Agent. Like, he's a free yeah, agent. like after this season. It's just weird. Like he ends up on a new team and he's already talking about, or maybe he no, just. No, 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 no. See, this is where, see, this is why players get mad at media. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing right now, you're spinning it, right? I you're, have to. Gotta, you're spinning. We, you're spinning right now. I'm part this of This is a report guess, from yeah. Kevin O'Connor. Yeah. Well, where'd he get it? We don't know that Victor Oladipo said this. In all likelihood, Victor Oladipo didn't say shit. Who's Kevin O'Connor's sources? I don't know. It's just a report that he wants it now. Maybe he did say it and I don't know. But I'm just saying, let's not let's not on the show say Victor Oladipo has no right to say this because we don't know if he said it. All right, it's according Jerry, to I a appreciate source. you gently taking the um, pitchfork out of my hands and placing it down. Well, Thank I'm just you. saying, like no, I don't want XX good. blind right. X. I, I, I don't did. want XX blind X to be listening yeah. to you be like. Well, what did Vic say? It's just a report, you know? Like, Well, that's the number one thing you're going to get on this podcast that you won't get anywhere else, okay? The co-host is calming me down from overreacting to something I shouldn't have been overreacting to. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Or if you want, you can let us know. We can fight about it. And if that's more interesting okay. to you, you can tell your friends. That'll be cool. Um, yeah, so that is a good transition into the Heat. Um, they lose again to the Sixers. Second night in a row, Heat only had eight players once again because of... COVID. That bastard. Um, Sixers basically at full strength for the first time since their COVID situation, right? With they're only missing Seth right now, Seth Curry. Yeah, they're base essentially back to full strength except for Seth Curry. Um, but let me ask you something as a as a resident Sixers person because you're in Philly. But before I get to the question, actually, because you're going to love it. It's a Sixers related question that I think you're going to appreciate. Uh, Underdog Podcast has a new sports gambling podcast. It's going to be coming out very soon. Here's our guy, Seth Everett, real quick to tell you a little bit about it. The Bavada at Odds Podcast. My name is Seth Everett. I'm joined by the head odds maker at Bavada, Patrick Morrow, as we break down the latest odds in all the major sports. NFL week to week as the playoffs are upon us. We'll break down the latest odds plus the futures. It's the Bavada at Odds podcast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. 
Is Shake Milton better than Ben Simmons? Yes. No question. Is Shake Milton? We may like have Shake been, Milton. I know X Blind X is enjoying the show, but maybe I just lost him right there. Ben Simmons, like, ugh, Ben Simmons is so frustrating. Um, and just in a half-court offense, like, it, when you have a guy in this situation with a guy as dominant as Embiid, I genuinely would prefer to have Shake Milton than Ben Simmons. I know it's crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but, like, Ben Simmons doesn't fit. He just doesn't fit on this team, and I don't think he fits on a great team. I really don't. Yeah. Um I mean, he he had a triple double. He, I was gonna text him. I, would, I'm and done I will say with this: I don't give a shit about triple doubles. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't care. Really I don't care. I, Eight yeah. shots. Yeah. Um, well, Shake had 31, so he didn't need to take shots. But I will say this: Tyler Hero in the second half, Ben Simmons guarded Tyler Hero, and Tyler could not really do a whole lot in the second half. And that's when, and it was relatively close in the first half. And Tyler Hero's been playing out of his mind the last three games. Mm. And then second half, Ben, I don't know if he was guarding. I don't even remember if he was guarding him in the first half, but I noticed it in the second half. He was all over him. And he couldn't really do a whole lot. Like, he's still, as a, as a perimeter defender, he's pretty elite. Yeah. And that is where I have to, like, kind of temper how pissed I get at the guy because he is an elite defender, and those are very important. I just get so frustrated with the guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Simmons was one of the high scorers on Blind X. Just reminded me, he's one of the high scorers in FanDuel tonight. Yeah, and that's great. That, that's, Triple doubles. It's great. Triple, it's good for your team, FanDuel. <laughs> it's good for his FanDuel team, yes. It's good for your Philadelphia 76ers. Also, he took a three. He did. I think he nicked and, the rim. That was exciting. And, yeah, and it hit the rim, and the bench was ready to erupt. Like, they all stood up. I watched... Every time I see him shoot the ball now, because of the way you've talked to me about the bench reactions, I look at the bench just to mm-hmm. see what the reaction is going to be. Yeah. It's not helping. It is not helping at <laughs> all. I'm telling you it's not helping. But I, again, um, I was happy to see him take the three. Love yeah. to see a couple elbow jumpers in there. That'd be even better. Or just, oh, you know, go to the rim. Be unstoppable at what you do and score yeah. at the rim. Like he could score at the rim at will. I yes. think. And I'm going to say it for the millionth time, two free throws, not even close to appropriate for a guy that size and that, you know, athletic, like he should be getting to the line eight times at a minimum. Yeah. It's just frustrating. No. Um, as far as like, there's nothing like, it's tough to really analyze this game from a actual game standpoint. Cause the yeah, heat only had eight heat, players. Heat heat were uh, I did think it was interesting. I guess Tyrese Maxey will stay in the starting lineup until Seth comes back, mm-hmm. but he should be playing more minutes, like I for think, good now, right? Like I he has. Think so. I think he's proven that he should be in the rotation. Yeah, I don't see how you could not. I mean, just a guy that can get you buckets off the bench. In like fact, that, I, mean. I thought I really thought that because of the way Tyrese Maxey's been playing, that. Um, the Sixers were going to make – they were going to figure out a way to keep Maxi and get rid of Simmons. Like I think – I felt like Maxi made Simmons more expendable. In the Harden talks and stuff like that? In mean? any talks. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. And you have to – Not that to, he's – I mean he's not. They're different, right? But he's a bucket mm-hmm. getter. Like, like, right. Well, know. that's just what I'm talking – I mean you, you figure if you're going to jettison Simmons, you're that you're getting something back that fits better – and then you're not taking that blow offensively. You're really not taking a blow offensively at all, in my mind, right. with Maxi yeah. and Shake in there. Definitely getting hurt defensively. Um, as you mentioned, Tyler Hero. So this Heat team, I did the Heat podcast earlier, and 
like obviously you can't do takeaways from the team, but I'll say this, Precious looks good, man. That kid's going to be very good. I don't think there's a lot of people saying Precious had a is like a mini could be like a mini bam. I don't see it. I don't think he's as skilled. I don't even think he's as close to as skilled right now as Bam was when Bam was a rookie. But it, they're different. Like he is, his motor is insane, uh, and he, somehow he just he's around every rebound, and he looks small next to Joel Embiid and Dwight Howard. Like he doesn't look mm-hmm. like a big dude. He has a lot of room to fill out. That's but what still, I was gonna say. He, but he still is around every rebound. You saw the play where. He came down in transition too, and had that euro step around Joel Embiid. Yeah, that was, that was nice. nuts. That was pretty nice, and like just the awareness and like he was going full speed and just like it was it was. So it, he looked really he's looked really good back to back double doubles, and then obviously Tyler Hero had back to back thirty point games this week, and like you said, um, he just looks like an absolute stud. Like I feel like. I've been on the. I was going back and forth for the last month or so about should they trade Tyler Hero for Harden or not, whatever, right? Or like, how much is too much to give up for Harden? Do I want? And I landed on if it's Harden, you got to go get Harden. But I think there's a lot of Heat fans, especially the timing, right? That Tyler Hero goes for back to back thirty point games and then they don't get Harden. A lot of Heat fans are probably saying right now, "Told you, like we told we told you, Hero is the guy." And especially when what softens the blow is like, yeah, the Nets get him and you're probably going to run into them in the playoffs. But the Nets also look like they might be a mess. You know, it's not like Harden steps in there and it's like this team's totally overpowered at this point. It's not because this Kyrie situation is so wacky. You know, it's not like you're horrified of of the Nets right now. At least I'm not. Just I think I everyone's horrified of the Nets. I think I'm people so... in the I think people in the NBA are horrified of the Nets. I think. Th- GMs and coaches are like, what are we going to do with this team? What I'm do you just do? so confident How do you, not going to be What there. do you do? Because here's the, like, the thing is, is the, like when you have one player like Kevin Durant, you can kind of play team defense and shut down one guy who is unshut downable. Like you, like you could shut mm-hmm. down sort of the other guys. They have two guys that like team defenses cannot shut down. And then they have Kyrie if he plays. It. Like, I'm not saying that it's going to work. I'm just saying, like, I know coaches are like, we don't have two guys that can guard these guys. And normally when you want to stop one guy like that, you double him. But then what happens? You can't double two guys. Like, it's just yeah. tough. And it's – um, I said it's not – it's like a poor man's, like, Golden State situation. But it's different than that because all three of these guys are just one-on-one beasts, right? Like, Clay was never that. But Clay was, you know – the, maybe the third best shooter to ever play basketball. So might be, um, but so but Hero looks really good for the Heat. Six rebounds again. I gotta I gotta look it up for the next show. Like there's got to be like a a height barrier where he is leading the league. Probably yeah. like six four and under or something. Like yeah, because Russ is what like six six. Russ is no, taller six, for sure. Russ is taller. Maybe Russ yeah. is, but but. But there's something about when Hero goes up for the rebounds. Just he, it's like he's gliding through the air too. It's mm-hmm. crazy. He, it, it's weird. So six more rebounds, and then this dude. I mean, dude, Gabe Vincent, man. He's good. He looks. You know when you like. He also looks see, like an old man. He's 24, he does, but he yeah. looks like an old man. You know when you see a player off the bench for the first time, and it's kind of like you know very quickly if you're looking at 
uh, an NBA player or this guy's not really, I mean, this guy's not an NBA player. Like Gabe Vincent looks like he belongs and perfect. This dude, Max Struss, you take one look at him. You're like, okay, this guy's not very good. Is that how you like, say it? Is it Struss? I thought I, that's how the Sixers broadcast was saying it. Oh no. Struess maybe. I have no idea. I don't know. I've, I, I said Struess, but I've actually never, I just don't know. I think actually, it's, it's Struess. I think it is. I think Struess. it's Struess. <laughs> but it wouldn't surprise me if the Philly, I'm glad you said that. Because there was something I wanted to talk about last show that I didn't bring up, that I didn't get to bring up. Okay. Do you want to just dive in now? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the local Philly guys said Struss, because I've been watching all these local feeds on League Pass. Yeah. And it is embarrassing how bad some of these local announcers are. Yeah. And in particular, how often they mispronounce names of players on other teams. It's fucking embarrassing, guys. Your one job is to know who the players on the court are. You're not Shaq. You're you're like whoever it was. I don't even remember what game it's, it was. It was making me so angry. But they they blatantly got two guys' names wrong on the game. I think it was last night when I was watching. I was just like, how do you not know this? I don't care if you're a former player who sat on the bench for three years for the Warriors. Like you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like because that's who all these. That's who all these like local guys are. They're like former players that no one's ever heard of that <laughs> exactly. played for the yeah. dude. I don't care if you played in the NBA. Get the names right, especially so, because it's twelve guys. Like if it was football and there's like a shitload of guys you have to worry about, but it's and twelve. Some guys. of the names you were can... some of the names. Oh, it was it was the it was the Nets game and it was the Denver announcers, and okay. they called they called Tim. Now TLC's name is tough, but they called him Timofey. Like Timofey Mozgov. Right. Not how you say and it. And then Landry Shamit, they were they were pronouncing it. Um, Shamet, probably. It was, no, it was worse. It was worse. Shamay? I was <laughs> shammed or I don't know, something crazy. And I was just like, it's Landry Shamit. It's so easy. Um. I'm just reading Wee's yeah, Bar- Barowski's I long, love the long, comments tonight. Long this comment. Is great. They do that for football too. One guy said after he's played good so far. Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. I mean, but it's local guys, local local announcers and stuff. They I don't know. Bothers you know, me too. Now here's Although the thing. I having did just been a mispronounce per- this guy's name. Having but here's the, here's the here's my here's who I'm who I get angry at with that stuff. Having produced live TV before, mm-hmm. get in your talent's ear and tell him that he said it wrong. And tell him not to say it wrong again. Because you just, as a producer, it's your job to make them look good. Even if they're not good at their job, do what you can. Maybe well, they were. The, problem. the producer also probably doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In most situations. Yeah. Um, what were anyway, we Gabe Vincent. What were we talking about? We're, Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent and, and it looks Truce. like a guy that can give you really solid minutes, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, I said on the Heat podcast earlier today um, that... He like I I brought up your point that he could take Kendrick Nunn's minutes probably. Yeah, like so. Shout out to you. I didn't credit you on the podcast, but I'm crediting you now. Okay, I'm just saying I had to say it. <laughs> you know, I think uh, Heat fans want to know. Um. All right, I think that's enough of this game, right? Yeah, we spent probably too long on a game where they, a team had eight players. I, oh, yeah. but I guess the last thing is this: I there is a lot of uproar, and it's going to continue when there's. Games being postponed every day, but teams are being forced to play with eight players. Yeah, like it's kind of bullshit. It, it, and the and the problem is that the league's taking like this hard line stance where it's like we made this agreement with the players before the season. 
agreements can be changed. Like if you see that it's not working and it's not healthy for the players, something it just this can't it, it just doesn't make sense to have the especially these two teams in particular, right? Like these two teams have played this whole last week with nine players, eight players, mm-hmm. but then like six games have been canceled this week. Well, didn't they also just change the protocols? <laughs> like you can change those, you can change this, just change it to make more sense. Although change the protocols, they got to change the protocols. That would lead to more cancellations, which we know the NBA doesn't want. But it, it really, the Heat are oh, the Heat are Nur- getting boned. Yusuf Nurkic fractured his wrist. Oh, really? Man, Blazers are are in trouble. Um, all right. Well, the last game that is done from tonight was the um, was the Raptors Hornets, which is also a very unimportant game. Other than Bavada had them had the Hornets plus ten. So hammered that also. I mean, hammered the shit out of that. We were um, on the same page again without communicating. I parlayed it, actually. I won a decent amount of money tonight off that. I bet a lot of money on those two games because I was like, this can't not hit. This can't not Especially hit. Especially after – so last time the Raptors were favored by 10 was against the Knicks, and we were stunned by the line. It, I, in my mind, it just could not have happened twice in a row. There's just no way we were going to miss on that line – with the Knicks and the Hornets. And granted, the Hornets didn't have Gordon Hayward, but the Raptors aren't very good. So, it's I, But I don't understand. Like, how does Gordon Hayward move it the line that much? The, I, I, the, the Hornets were 6-6 six and six entering this game. The Raptors were 2-8. and eight. I know. I don't know if Vegas has accepted that the Raptors are not even close to what they, are, they were last year. You know? I, I mean, that's the only way to have two double-digit lines for them, what, the past week? I, I forget when that Knicks game was, but... Um, yeah, that didn't make any sense. And again, we, we bet the same two games without even talking to each other, which is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, is there is there much really that you want to – I mean, I guess we could try to talk about this game a little bit to get to the end of the other games, although the other games look like blowouts. I guess the uh, Warriors are potentially coming back, but this indie game, it doesn't look like they have a shot. It, Pacers are up 89-71 with nine minutes left on what I'm watching. Um. Yeah, and uh, it, it looked like Golden State tried to make a run there, but Denver's back up 14. Oh, here, here's something from the Raptors game. is Chris Boucher might be like a legit player. By the way, Wob uh, tweeted tonight, he's like, can a player get six-man, most improved, and defensive player of the year all in the same season? Because Wow, a, Def- you think he's in the mix for a defensive player of the year? He's playing, I mean, the guy's wow. playing great basketball. I mean, Every game that they've won, they've won three games, and the game when they win is when he plays well. Not when Pat Siakam didn't six of fifteen again tonight, fifteen points. OG thirteen points. Fred Van Fleet six of twenty from the field. But Chris Boucher 25, 10, two blocks, two assists, two of four from three, eight of twelve from the field. That's good production, dude. Best, you know what's kind best, of amazing? Best player on the Raptors. He's twenty eight. I just re- did not realize that. I would have guessed Chris 24. Boucher is? Yes, he's 28. I'm looking at his page I thought he right was now. a rookie. Really? No, no, just I, I thought he was like 24 for sure. Um, was he on all the championship teams? Is, did I just miss it? Did he just never play? I don't think so. Hold on. I got his page up. Uh, yeah, so he was on that 2018-2019 that team, and then he was on Golden State the year before that. Does this dude have two rings? <laughs> I think um, he played one game for 2017-18. Yeah, probably. Yeah, wow. Good for him. Good for you, Chris Boucher. It's taken a while to get here, but you've made it. 
and you get to be the best player potentially on the worst team in the NBA this year. Not the worst I, team. I was going to say, well, geez. That's well, the a, worst record in the NBA. I mean, they're not good, yeah. but They're a bad team. It's a bad better, basketball team. Yeah, they're better they're, than They Detroit. are, listen, they should never, ever, and I'm not sure what Bovada was thinking or Vegas was thinking, but they should never have a 10-point spread on anybody. No, no. Especially not a team that's 6-6. Six and six. I don't, like, Gordon Hayward moves the needle that much? Not for me. He does for, for the... For the, the people at Bovada. And you know what? Thank you, Bovada, because I won money. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Aaron Baines, strong seven minutes and 33 seconds <laughs> from Aaron Baines. Hey, you know what? He might, just, he might just be a good backup. You know? I get think it. That, I you think that's it. where I'm leaning. I you think it's, it. it's because, yeah, <laughs> it took me a minute to remember. Ooh, gang time's in the building. He says Halliburton's rookie of the year. Gang time... We're a big fan of you because you're a big fan of us, but you tend to come in with these wild like topics that we're not talking about, dude. Like the Kings didn't even play tonight, the but Kings hey, you're but you did just right. mention you did just mention Rookie of the Year for no, I didn't. Oh, you I mentioned Six Man improved, of the Year, Most Improved. Okay, Most yeah. Improved. But I will say, I don't think you're right, Gang Time, because I think the Rookie of the Year is playing played in this Raptors Hornets game. So you know what? Good time, to- good job, Gang Time, on giving us that topic. Because I think the rookie of the year played in this Raptors game, and I, th- I think LaMelo Ball is hands down right now the favorite. Is that lineup? Uh, that'd be interesting for uh, to take uh, a look at for Bavada. I, mean, I don't know. If- 14 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, 2 of 5 from 3, 3 steals tonight. The guys just filling up the stat sheet. And you know, it's, and a, that it's, is a stat, it's a stat. Truly award. what it takes to win that award. Michael Carter Williams won that award because he was just, he was just doing everything for the game, Sixers. Gang time must have just jumped in. He must have just jumped yeah, in. Yeah, just jumped in. That's fine. Because he, was, he, he said, was, what about Boucher? We were just talking about that. We were I mean, he he's going to be in the mix, Boucher, for most improved and six man. Um, but, yeah, I think LaMelo, because he's going to fill up the stat sheet all year. And as they keep going, like, they play better. They've been playing better when, even though he's minus four. But I don't know. I just think in 26 minutes, 14, 11, and six. Woo. Yeah. And if he can get, I mean, he, I got to think he'll be up. His minutes will increase at some point, especially. Well, I guess Graham and Rozier. They'd have to have an injury to Graham or Rozier, but well, Graham is not playing good this year. I know. Yeah, they're well, going to keep playing well tonight. But well, f- did he five of fifteen from the field? Five of twelve from three. I didn't even. I was even. Yeah, field yeah. goal not great. Um. All right. So it looks like the Pacers are gonna. Um, Pacers are gonna beat. The Blazers, although they're only up 14 with seven and a half. But just to, before we wrap, regardless of what happens with them in this game, I just, I love the Pacers right now. I'm so high on the Pacers. My buddy put a a futures bet in today on them plus 2,800 to win the East. Twin East? Yeah, I like that. Just to take a flyer. I do not think they're going to win. I don't think they have any chance to win a title this year, but the East, I think, is. uh, is possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not? They're um, going to have Karis LeVert tonight. They're handling Portland. They, yeah. And they're deeper than you think, too. Uh, not you, but than people think in general. Um, I think Edmund Sum- Sumner like has some juice. I really do. Um, He's fine. He's a good defensive player. I just, I just mean in terms of, like, they're not – it's not like – I mean, we know they have this incredible starting five now, but that's it's not like they don't have anything behind that. They've got some players. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Before we wrap up, I do, Warriors are I, up. Yeah, yeah. Warriors are up 11. Um, Steph has 29. It would be nice to be able to, but we're not even able to watch that. I mean, we're kind of watching it, but. I just want to say about, can you come up with a more disappointing free agency acquisition or, or offseason acquisition than Robert Covington? I mean, he has been brutal for Portland, and he was supposed to be a huge upgrade for them. Yeah. Well, you know, who's, you see who's in the game right now for them. Now who they got? Harry Giles. There we go. That's our boy. And this is like, he's in with the starters. Oh, it's because Nurk got hurt. Yeah. Hey, hey. X-Blind X says, where else do you guys stream? We are on YouTube. I think yep. that's it. We're YouTube and Twitch, right? Yep. And then last uh, last um, comment is Corey James, who said he's a longtime listener, said he's excited for some picks. So here's the deal. We haven't really been doing picks the last couple of nights or this week because of the COVID stuff, Corey. Um, it's just, it's so, first of all, there's not a ton of lines up because we don't, they don't know what games are going to be played. Um, but I mean, I see there's three lines up right now for tomorrow. Uh, Bucks minus six over the Mavs. Now, that's not my pick. I'm just saying what the lines are for, for tomorrow. I could try to make some picks. I I haven't really looked into I, it. A I ton. have two picks to make. If, um, if we want to, Jazz minus six over the Hawks. Also not my pick. How do these all? All these spreads are just six points. Yeah, I'm looking at. I see that too on ESPN. So it's huh. it's not a coincidence. Um, and then Clippers minus six against the Kings. So you have picks. You can make picks. I. What's going on with the why? I like the Hawks getting six points for sure. Um, am I missing something there? Is it, they have a serious injury that, I, that I'm... They've been bad. They they have been bad, but the Jazz haven't been great. The Jazz have played pretty good their last couple games. Not great, but... I'm taking, I'm taking the Hawks getting six points. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. the Jazz beat the Cavs, the Pistons, and they had a nice win against the Bucks. Um, so I'm making that pick. And then I'm going to take the Mavs getting six points against the Bucks. Just because I really want to watch that game and root for Kristaps uh, Porzingis. How's that for good betting advice? Yeah, I don't think that's what Corey was looking for. <laughs> well, he was, I, I think Corey's after the picks by the guy that's 18 and 11 or something. I don't think he's, 10. he's as but concerned I wasn't, about But I didn't. I'm not prepared, Corey. I, I'm sorry. I'm not prepared. Like, Corey, do this. Huh. Is it, um, do, um, do, do this, Corey. DM us or tweet us at NBA Morning Deuce and remind me tomorrow. And I, when we get close to the games, I'll give I'll give my picks for tomorrow. Because I, I didn't bet, like tonight, I didn't bet Hornets or Raptors until like 6.50. Right. And that like is I, honestly the best way to do it. You want all the information. It. So anybody who wants it, anybody in here who wants picks, because I am, I have been Pretty damn good. Joey is legitimately on fire, and I don't yeah. like giving. So I'm like, I'm basically like 20 and 10 right now because I got my two picks right tonight. But mm-hmm. th- those aren't official picks from the show. But hit either at NBA Morning Deuce, you could tweet at us or DM us, whatever, and then I'll send. I'll either post the picks or send you the picks, whatever, whatever. Once I have them. Um. So. Um. One other highlight. I got Mike Sanford. Now we have the first double comment from two different accounts from one person. 
Mike Sanford is X Blind X, and he's now commenting. So this is a banner. <laughs> this is a banner day for for the. Dude. Mike Sanford's crushing it today. Um, all right. Well, hey, Mike Sanford, X Blind X, gang time. Everybody watching. This was a more successful episode than I anticipated coming into it with a five game slate and two games still going on. Hopefully, the listeners that are not actually watching on YouTube or Twitch also enjoyed it. I think and so. if you did, leave a comment. Rate, subscribe, review, you know, all that stuff. Um, all you guys that are watching, we'll be back Sunday night. Uh, probably around the same time. 10, 30, 11. I'm checking it right now. Yeah, check the slate. Solid one, two, three, four, five, six, seven gamer. Seven games. As of straight. right now, there's seven games. We will see what COVID has in store. Mm-hmm. Um, seven games. What time's the last game on Sunday? 10 o'clock. Pacers clips. So that's a that's a good game. But. So probably eleven ish. Eleven fifteen. Somewhere sometime in the second half of that game. But eleven fifteen, eleven thirty Sunday we'll be back. Um so we'll see you guys then. Appreciate all you guys. This yeah, was a uh, good show. Thanks for all the comments and uh we'll talk to you Sunday night. Later. Later.